All right, guys. True Patriot Podcast, episode 12. What do you think, Jake? Episode 12, kind of crazy. Oh, yeah, I think it's episode 12. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, well, we got through our audio difficulties this morning. Yep. You're getting goodness. You're getting much better. You're uh, you're like a wizard's apprentice. I don't think I am at all. <laughs> I'm, everything when it comes to do the audio is super slow for me. I don't know. I mean, I've seen some of the editing that you've done. Or oh. At least I've heard some of the editing that you've done. Yeah, things you've been able to take out and put together, and it's <laughs> much improved. I'm yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Considering when we started this, it was just whatever you say, it's on there. We can't cut <laughs> anything out. Yeah, we've edited a lot out. Yeah, yeah I have. But see, before the wizard set me free to edit my own podcast, I'd do it. I'd be like, yeah, there's two things I need to take out, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd take them out. And whatever I was done, that was just it. But now, like, I'm doing things like, you know, removing dead space where we just, like, <laughs> have which, a... Which is nice because it makes us sound smarter. Yeah, it makes us sound smarter. <laughs> you don't hear all the, uh... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> but speaking of that, um, Jess has launched her own podcast. Yeah, and I saw that. It's pretty much uh, professionally produced. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I made her first one sound so much better. Yeah. She's like, I think I should need to charge money for this. Yeah, you might as well. I'll charge her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's, um, what's it called? The Cool Mom Show. The Cool Mom Show. So Jess has her own show now. Yep. I don't really think any of our listeners are really going <laughs> to gain much from that. Some of them might. She's talking about marriage and... Mm-hmm. Mom life mom and, and yeah stuff like that recipes fashion yeah I mean the, in the first episode uh, there were a couple things that I I was like hey that's a good idea that I could I could apply you know I've got kids of my own oh yeah um, but yeah I'm interested to see where she goes with that because I think she's got a lot of potential oh yeah more more potential than us for sure <laughs> that's why that's why I told her to do it yeah. I let their superstar free yeah <laughs> now. The problem is we need to get her back on our podcast. Yeah, we do. But now that she's got her own, I don't know if she'll want to. Yeah, I know. Well, well. Well, she's. I go on hers. I was on her first one. She said she wants me on. And she also benefited because I've stopped interrupting her. I, like, learned all these things on my show (laughs) that I do that make me sound awful. Yeah. (laughs) Like that laugh. Yeah, like that laugh. No, but that first episode was bad. I was like, I was laughing straight into the mic. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to we've go. Got, we've yeah. gotten better. We've I improved. tried to go back and edit edit that out. It, it's impossible because I'm <laughs> laughing so much the whole first episode. But um, I don't know. How was your week? Uh, it was it was busy. Uh, a lot going on. Um, still, you know, getting ready for baby number three. Oh yeah, um, which is coming up very quickly. Um, well, you got uh, like like five weeks. Yeah, and we've got quite a bit to do still. So, um, well, what do you got to do if you already have three? Uh, you guys have their well, thing. Well, we're living in a different house than we did with the other two, right? So mm-hmm. we have to kind of set up the. I've got the crib set up and things like that, but just you know, yesterday I was hanging blinds and curtains and stuff in the rooms and just kind of. Um, washing all the old baby clothes that have been in storage, <laughs> getting them put into a uh, a new dresser. Um, yeah, just a lot of little things. Um, 
you know, yeah. my wife has a, a list. She took your advice. She wrote it all down Not for you. Uh, That's great. <laughs> well, it's, it's a shared <laughs> list. We're, we're uh, kind of crossing things off as we can, but we're oh, making, nice. we're making progress. We'll be ready when the baby comes. It's just, yeah, got to do it. Um, I did take Gary to his first high school football playoff game. Oh, heck um, yeah. Yeah. He, he enjoyed that. Um, unfortunately the home team lost, so we were a little bummed out about that. Um, but then I explained to him that, you know, once you lose in the playoff, season's over. So, yeah. Is it your uh, high school, like the, mm-hmm. the school that he's going to is high school? Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yeah. So he's pretty excited. He, uh, We watched the Buckeyes play yesterday, and he's uh, ready to eliminate Northwestern uh, from the season. Their season's over now because they lost. Oh, so. <laughs> I was. Confused. I said, buddy, I think their season ended in September. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they about ended Ohio State's. Yeah, they really did. Not a playoff yeah. run season. Yep. I didn't even watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm, you were busy with other things, right? I've been off the rails. I, I as far as sports goes. This week, you're going to have to carry the load. That's fine. Even though, like, my sports <laughs> contributions pretty much null anyway. But, yeah, yesterday I was busy getting all my ducks in a row. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Literally. I'm looking at these ducks. They are in a row. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, well, I had my eye on this estate auction. It was a riverfront home. It was actually a pretty nice house. Where's that? Uh, north north of uh, the barn and stuff on okay. Linden, yeah, past Kirkbrides. It's yep. right on the river. It was actually a really nice home. They uh, auctioned off the estate and obviously all of his stuff, and he had a lot of cool collectible mm-hmm. collectibles and things. Um, yeah, it was a crazy auction, but it was the worst rant. I don't want to throw these people under yeah. the bus too bad, but they kind of deserve it. If they're listening... I think they already know in the many ways they screwed up, but man, it's crazy. Um, it was the worst run auction I've ever been to. Why? It was bad. Um, so, well, I got there at nine, a little after nine. I couldn't find my wallet, naturally. I had both the girls, and uh, me. I was looking at this auction for the last two weeks, wanting to go, mm-hmm. and morning of, I can't find my wallet. You need your ID. Naturally, you right. need your ID to get a bidder card, right? Right. <laughs> so I was looking, 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 and I called Clayton. I'm like, dude, I can't find my wallet. I'm, I, are you going to this auction? Because he said he was going to. Mm-hmm. He said I wasn't gonna go. I was gonna paint my house. Blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, can you please go? Like, I really only wanted this one thing, but obviously I ended up with a bunch of others, like a always. But, um, <laughs> so he's like, all right, I'll go. And then I just kept looking for my wallet. Well, Clayton's there and whatever i'm texting them like did it start yet blah 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 they hadn't started it. i think they started auctioning things off at like nine forty-five. they said they were going to at nine Ooh. and um i finally got there i didn't find my wallet i just went because i said you can bid on my card i said okay so i took the girls which is going to be obviously <laughs> <laughs> difficult anyway yep um and uh clayton's there he's bought a few things but these guys are like going so slow and like auctioneers are supposed to be kind of professional right. you know, pretty sure. organized what what do you think the good traits of a good auctioneer are right 
these people didn't have them. It'd be organization, <laughs> yeah, clarity, like direction. Like they have, like you know, you'd think they'd have all the lots laid out, numbered, right. this, that. Dude, it was a crap show. Oh wow! People were just winning items and carrying their lots off to their truck. It was crazy, and they were auctioning things off, knickknacks. Yeah. Well, they were like bidding like a dollar, two dollars, and they're waiting on like four minutes for somebody to try to get another dollar out of the <laughs> freaking garage crap. Anyways, they ended up, they didn't get to any of the good stuff. They started at nine. None of the good stuff, the things I wanted, um, the things everybody wanted, they didn't start auctioning that stuff off till three o'clock. Oh my goodness. They spent. So you were there all day. I wasn't there all day. I left. <laughs> uh, they spent all day auctioning off one and $2 items out of the garage and front, wow. like junk. Yeah. <laughs> like usually you have your core stuff. You don't want to start right at your start time. You don't want right. to auction off all your good stuff, right? right? Usually a good auctioneer, they auction off a little bit of fluff at the beginning just to give people time to get there, yep. like people running late like like me. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, about an hour after their designated start time, you get into the good stuff. That's your prime hustle and bustle. People right. are there. People have their money, right. haven't spent all their money. Yeah. You got some good items you want to run. You run them like an hour after start. Well, these guys... They ran it seven hours into it. They got in there good stuff, which honestly, it was good stuff, but it wasn't that good. Like, yeah, it was going to be a hard draw to draw people there anyway. Yeah, anyways, I ended up buying these antique duck decoys, <laughs> and I love them. Yeah, what are you going to do with them? There's good, I'm going to sell them. There's good money in those. Oh, really? You'd be surprised. Those ones are really old. They're yeah. actually like early 1900s. Are they, of, are they just collectibles? Like people them? collect them. The The most expensive antique duck decoys, which are early 1900s era, mm -hmm. over a million dollars for one duck. Really? It's, it's not uncommon for a single duck to be worth a few thousand dollars. Wow. Now, but by and large, most of them are worth around a hundred. But like, if you find an antique duck that's not crazy old, like maybe 60s or something, they're mm -hmm. worth like a hundred. Yeah. But the older you get, it gets crazy. So That is crazy. Why why is that? There's just duck collectors. They're they're duck decoys. They're like in the water. They're wooden. They have like hoops on them. So I got some really old ones I was excited about. <laughs> but That's the, awesome. I didn't know those were there. What drew me there was a a little um banded slate Indian artifact, which yeah. I ended up getting it for ninety bucks. Nice. But yeah, I would have went up to like 300 on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited. Nice. So the ducks are in a row. Jess is really excited. I got this awesome tiger painting. <laughs> Where are you going to hang that at? I don't know. Probably nowhere. Um, Mark uh, was there, and he picked up. He, this, uh, this guy had a massive stamp collection. Yeah. A big one. Crazy amount of stamps. So hmm. I think he got a good deal on those. Nice. But. It's just something to do in the winter when construction slows down and collect kinda, things. No, we sell. Them. <laughs> we collect all summer and we sell in winter. Yeah. And I have the eye of the tiger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last night, well, it's obviously um, prime time rut deer hunting right now. So yeah. I went hunting last night after all of that. Oh yeah. Yep. It's a solid day. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. Good deal. <sighs> And we got the uh, the time change. Daylight savings time is over. Oh, yeah. So clocks fell back an hour. 
Right. We got so an extra hour last night. Hopefully you got an extra hour of sleep. If you got kids, you probably didn't. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> uh, veterans Day this week. Veterans Day this week. Yep. Friday. Friday. So shout out to all the veterans out there. Yep. Shout out to you guys. You want to move on to, you want some feedback or Patriot of the Week? We got some feedback? The feedback is Michigan's catching up to the Ohio listeners. Oh, yeah? In a hurry, yes. Boy. And that's not because the Ohio listeners are going down either. (laughs) I mean, that's not a bad thing. I feel like Michigan people probably collect antique ducks. Yeah, maybe they'll. Buy one of your ducks. That's the great, don't you feel like there's a lot of lakes in Michigan? Yep. I feel like that might be a big thing up there. So I have be. some available. <laughs> <laughs> we'll post them on the Instagram. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's the feedback. Yeah. Michigan's on the rise. Michigan's on the rise. <laughs> well, oh, well. Hopefully we can teach them something. Well, what you got for Patriot of the Week? Patriot of the Week. I've got Bobby Santos. He is a custodian at an elementary school in Bristol, Connecticut. And during lunch, uh, he uh, performed the Heimlich maneuver on a uh, child who was choking. Uh, said some, he was laughing and joking around. Um, food went down the wrong pipe, and Bobby immediately jumped into action. Probably saved his life. Yeah, really good, quick action by him. It's it's amazing how quickly things can you know can turn, and uh, if you don't if you don't act quickly, that's right. Know, it could have dire consequences. So that kind of leads into our real talk. <laughs> yeah, we'll get that perfectly. <laughs> uh, you should have went second. <laughs> yeah, taking action so important. Yep, so important. Bobby, right on, dude. Yep, way to. Do the right thing and jump in there and not just lollygag around, wave your hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, he's choking. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, you know, the shock of the situation sometimes would, you know, almost paralyze people, right? Sometimes but, that happens. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it takes a, people. it takes a special person to really put that aside and, hey, I got to jump in here, you know? Yeah. So, sometimes um, awesome. the bystander effect is what yeah. that's called. Yeah. Nice. Psychology. Well studied. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you just like, you know, you see it all the time. Absolutely. Now, nowadays, people are just standing around, like looking around. Like yeah. the more people that are there, the less likely uh, someone is to take action. Is yeah. the bystander effect? Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a victim of the bystander effect. Yep. Right on, Bobby. Um, my Patriot of the week. I saw it's uh, Pat Tillman's birthday. Yeah. The I mean, most of you already know who Pat Tillman is. Lost his life in Afghanistan. I don't know. It's just he's a true patriot. He and, he um, is the definition of a patriot. He left his NFL career. Yeah, he. I mean, he he had a lot of years left in the NFL, in the prime of his life, or making he can, millions, making millions of dollars. He's got the easy life, and he traded all of that in to serve his country. Yeah, that's patriot. And he'd already worked his whole life to achieve his goal of being NFL, which yeah. takes an insane amount yeah. of you. Well, you know that was his dream. Um, yeah, you know, kind of like you. How that was always your dream, uh, you know, and he yeah. he put in the time, he put in the sacrifice, and then oh, insane, you know, to to just walk away from his dream and you know his easy life making millions yeah. of dollars to you know to yeah. go it's, like it's, um, it's crazy to think he about. saw those towers yeah. fall and you know it inspired an entire generation of heroes. Yeah, it did all those men and women who heard that call of service and yep. answered the call yep. after the 9-11 attacks. I mean, that was a pretty patriotic 
uh, moment in our country's history. Yeah. Obviously, we all know how Pat's stories ends. Um, he ended up dying of friendly fire. Yep. And the army tried to cover that up in true government fashion. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy that they would try to cover something like that up. But. Well, because he was their poster child. He was. And then they screwed up. Yeah. We hadn't been to war like that in a long time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, new country, new issues. They were relearning how to fight yeah. out there. Yep. And obviously the comms and the coordination of forces was a issue for a good part of that war. Yeah. I mean, it always is. Anytime you're in combat, guys are young with a rifle. Mm-hmm. What do you see when you have a gun in your hand? Yeah. An enemy. So he's my patriot. In remembrance of Pat. Heavy. It is. It's heavy. We can move on to um, our real talk for this week. Yeah. Like I said, we want to always bring you guys a little bit of value every week. So uh, this week, the topic is, as I alluded to earlier, taking action. Yep. I wanted to kind of talk about that, uh, the ways it will benefit you. There's kind of, on the extreme spectrum of uh, people, there's kind of two extremes, right? Yep. The person who... Wants to take a lot of action. You know, the action taker, right? Yep. Just jumps jumps to action without any information. Without and, any information yep. or thought. Yep. And jumps then right we in. have the person who loves to sit back and think and ponder and hmm, and yep. the non-action taker. There's two extremes, yep. right? Yep. Obviously, it's, I don't know if it's obvious or not. <laughs> the two extremes are not necessarily good. Yeah. But if you had to pick one, the action taker will always be better off than the person who refuses to take action and wants to overthink i don't know it, it's it's always a case-by-case basis right because sometimes yeah sometimes doing ones. sometimes doing nothing is an action right it's always better to make an yes. informed action not doing is action yes. but is, you just has to be decided right you're not doing like yes i'm talking about I'm the person <laughs> right the person who's not taking action, but thinking about it, right. you know, forever until it's right. agonizingly yeah. painful and sure. know, bad for them because they're not moving on. Right. So pretty much, I mean, when you're taking actions, what hangs you up? It's making a decision. Right. right. So not making a decision and just, you know, not deciding, sitting there contemplating. Mm-hmm. It's often worse than making a wrong or bad decision. Right. Because you can take action and if it's not good, yeah. then you can redirect. Right. You know. I think a lot of people think actions are final. But most things can be undone. Like actually pretty yeah. immediately. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So it's kind of a business killer, you know, taking action if you're in the entrepreneurial game, you're you're really head decision maker. So you're gonna right. be Things are going to be flying at you. And even in your personal life, I mean, it just makes things difficult, just indecisiveness. Sure. I don't like it. You, you lose time. Yep. You lose opportunity. business. You lose money, opportunity. Yep. You might lose respect as a leader. Yeah, if you're, absolutely. Most of your workers and colleagues are, if they see you being indecisive. Creates doubt, right? Yeah, you, just, <clears throat> you lose some respect. You might end up stressed out and... If you're anything like me, you're in the risk-taking business. Yeah. When you step up to the plate and decide you want to be a leader, leader of your family, mm-hmm. you're, you are the leader of your life. Yeah. You're going to have to take some risks. So you simply can't wait to gather all the facts all the time. Right. It, and you just lose too much time. The faster you make a decision, the sooner you find out if that's right or not. Right. 
Um, George W. Bush said the job of being the president was uh, basically being the decider. Yep. You know. Yep. The person who doesn't want to make a decision, they're probably just spending their time searching for problems and reasons not to do it. Right. You know, that's what you're contemplating. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, you know, it's almost it's almost scared to make a if, – if you're scared to make a mistake – then you're going to make a mistake, right? Right. You'll lose, and and when you're doing that, you'll lose your morale. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's something you're thinking about doing. It's obviously right, probably good. But you're when you're not pulling the trigger, you're assessing risk. Mm-hmm. I assume right because of your, you're anxious about it. Right. Um. But you'll. But in that time, when when you're not acting, you'll lose your morale, your speed, and your enthusiasm you originally had. Anyway, right. You won't even. So then when you do, when you, sorry, I don't mean to step on it. When you go into it, you do it half-hearted. You don't do it with the full, uh, yeah. Testosterone. (laughs) No, not, you know. The full enthusiasm, the full, um, intent. Yes. What, what's better an an enthusiastic, motivated leader or the guy who's like thought of, you're like, oh, well, he had to think about this a long time Maybe yeah. he's maybe he's not sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you definitely don't want to go into anything associated with risk half-hearted, right? You want to you want to know that um, yes, there's risk. I've accepted those risks, and I'm going to move forward anyway. Um, it's it's way better to do that than to try to kind of hem haw around the uh, you know the associated risk and yep. try not to make a mistake because that's you, when you make the mistake when you make that decision. Um, it either works or it doesn't. And you need to decide that too. You yeah. can't just, you know, keep, keep going with right. a bad decision. General Colin Powell talks about the forty seventy rule. He says that to make a great decision, leaders, ne- great leaders need as little as 40% of the information and mm-hmm. no more than 70% to make a decision. So in other words, those who wait to gather a hundred, a hundred 100% of the information are actually not great leaders. It's too late. And they end up losing the edge. Right. Yeah. I thought that was a yeah. interesting quote. That, that I mean, is interesting. I've, I've kind of read that a long time ago, and I kind of took that one to heart. Yeah. Um, I used to be an information gatherer. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, and there's nuance to this, obviously. Yeah. But you got to be, um, if you're gathering 100% of the information all the time, you think you are, but yeah. you're really not. Right. Like <laughs> you really half the time the problems you run into, you can't even foresee them. Right. You kind of have to be in the moment yep. to even figure it out. Well, that's that's the thing. You you learn. You know, if you have that seventy percent of the information, you're going to learn the other thirty as soon as you take action. Right. As soon as you jump into it. Right. That's. I mean, you're going to get more information based on the action that you take. Once you learn that new information, then you make another decision, right? It's just, it's a, it's a series of, uh, actions one after another. You're always acting, always making these decisions and you're always learning things as you go down that path. And the great thing it's, uh, just like we talked about, um, persistence, uh, decisiveness is a muscle too. The mm-hmm. the more you do it, the quicker you make decisions, the easier it is yep. and you'll become a better leader and decision maker. Yep the more often you don't dwell on things. Right. You know, so maybe you guys can implement the 40 to 70 rule 
and you can kind of gain an edge on your life and yeah. get things moving a little smoother. I think that's a really good, a really good rule. I, I'm going to have to start. You got to trust that you got to trust yourself. Um, obviously. And then if you screw up, just change path. Yep. Redirect. All right. So that's the real talk message. Maybe you can use that. I hope so. Maybe you won't. <laughs> um, Let's go on to current events. All right. I think you got the first one. Uh, Yeah, so the big news really that I saw this week, it was kind of a slow week for me. It was a slower week. The only big news I saw for this week, uh, really main global headline, United States headline, is U.S. troops checking into Ukraine. Uh, U.S. is sending forces. and They're already there, I'm sure, by now. Mm-hmm. We're in Ukraine um, checking weapons delivery sites to uh, prevent theft. <laughs> so we're giving them weapons, and now um, our troops are out there uh, playing delivery man. So are we actually in like joining in combat, or are we just they're making only, sure we get these? They're only there to uh, assure the weapons that we're giving their troops to fight and yeah. kill Russians. Yeah are delivered but for some reason we think that that keeps us out of things but and in reality that puts us very very you know putin's not going to be buying that no that's putting us um really in there yeah like we're not we're not quite in the middle of it we're there we're pretty close (laughs) we're inside the circle there yeah i would say it's safe to say we're on the brink of war with russia yeah it's kind of crazy. Yep. And I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why we're I think be involved. I think it's important that the people of Ukraine are able to defend themselves. Yeah, if they, if they don't want if they don't want to be yeah. Russian citizens, if they want to rule themselves as they have been doing, it's important that they are able to you know, adequately defend themselves. Right. But yeah. I mean, I know why I guess we're the leader of the free world. We are. And I think we kind of help prop that country up to begin with. Yes. Be another, um, but look what just happened. We propped up all these Afghanis and Iraq mm-hmm. people and they wanted, they liked it. They wanted to be free too. Then, mm-hmm. then we just left. Yep. Now look what's happening over there. And moving right back in. Yeah, is yeah. this what's going to happen again? Or at least um, the main difference is they have the will to fight on their own. Right. So. Yep. I don't know. It's probably, did I just change my mind on air? I don't know. It's it's tough. Yeah. It is a tough one. Yeah. But it seems like it's happening. Yep. I think we're, uh, we're very close. <laughs> yeah. So, whatever. Yeah. That's what I got. Um another heavy one there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to monitor that situation as it goes. Um yeah. see see what comes of it. Um what else did you see this week? Big changes at Twitter. Oh yeah. Uh we you know, we've talked in the past <laughs> Elon Musk has uh taken over Twitter. Um it's his baby now. Yeah, it is. Uh, you have a Twitter, right? I do. Yeah. I need to make one again, I think. Yeah, I think so, you should. See, I delete... Free speech is back. 
Yeah, I saw that. But question is, are you going to pay $8 a month to be verified? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Because that started, man. He's charging $8 a month. To be verified? To, and what, to have the blue check mark. Yeah, yeah, I don't need that. So he he came in and laid off like a large part of the business, you know, a lot of their workers. Um, and he says that they are losing, you know, as much as $4 million a day at times just yeah. because their costs are out of control and it's just not being managed well. So he's kind of, kind of streamlining that and yeah, uh, which, they're, which needed to be done. They're right? probably going to have massive like layoffs. Like. Oh yeah. They already have thousands of people. Um, so he did say that he gave them uh, severance. He gave them, I think, three months severance pay. Um, you know, it's it's never easy when you have to make those decisions, but you know, it, it he he feels that it needed to be done. So we'll see if he, so he uh, did it. See if he can make things profitable over there. I mean, but he's also the problem is he's putting these. Uh, he's trying to increase revenue, right? Uh, yeah, I'm assuming he's going to appoint a new CEO. Yeah, yeah, he's he'll have to at some point. But, uh, you know, he's charging this monthly subscription uh, for people to be verified. So people are probably going to walk away from it, and that's fine. Well, it's just uh, it's free money anyway. Right. Uh, if people don't want to do it, they won't. Exactly. And, you know, it's just a new thing. But, you know, it came out that uh, some people were paying, you know, these Twitter employees like fifteen thousand dollars to get their verification, you know, like oh, just paying black them, market, basically paying them bribes uh, <laughs> to get their to get their check mark. Just kind of crazy to think about, but and they're probably just pocketing that, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. He's banking in on the blue check mark black market, yeah, yeah. So kind of crazy, um, <laughs> but then we've also got a bunch of sponsors leaving. Um, not surprising be, because they, I guess they feel that with the way that he's running things that they're, they don't want to be associated with it, with Twitter because of, they don't like the direction of the company, I guess. They just don't like Elon. Yeah. But that's fine. Well, They'll I think, I think they know sponsors. that Elon can't be bought. Right. Yeah. And then, so they can't push their agenda. So, yeah, well, I'll probably make one, I guess, but I feel like with all these businesses that run on social media, I made a TikTok. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> that was something. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. But you get lots of views and crap, so if I'm going to be posting stuff on one thing, I might as well just... If I'm going to be posting crap on one thing, I might as well just... uh Post it on all of them. Right. Just add it to my list. I need yeah. to make a Twitter too, I guess. Yeah. But anyways, I realized real quick, <laughs> I instantly got attacked by liberals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even post any crazy stuff. I posted the uh, stuff about issue... Uh, issue one and issue one two. One and two. Yep. Instantly got back backlash. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even get it. Yeah. Well, well, got, well you... Well, you pushed back on that guy that uh, that was challenging you on issue one and two. Did he ever respond? No. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. So. He, uh, a guy responded to my video, which is, 
He said, it seems you uh, have a disconnect from reality. (laughs) I suggest you (laughs) read the bills. And I responded, I've read the bills and can think for myself. It's quite simple. And then I said, why, why would you suggest you that we vote uh, no to either of these? And he never responded. Yeah. I feel like TikTok and Twitter, I mean, all of social media really, but those two in particular, they really, they're like, uh, there's a lot of haters on there. They're they're, like, yeah. they're the people with the yep. really short attention spans. Yes. Like that guy's never going to respond to that. Cause no. he's just like going through his day, just yeah. crap talking everybody. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of why well, Twitter's full of bots. And because of that, yeah. people, um, uh, that you get a lot of, a lot of negativity on Twitter. Um, and you know, just, people arguing with you for just for the sake of arguing and trolling you. Um, that's kind of, that's just kind of how Twitter is. It's, uh, it's, it's, yeah. kind, it's kind of a, uh, mindless place at times. I found that too. That's <laughs> why like, I looked at my old Twitter account from when I was in college, 18 to, yeah. uh, whatever, 22. I had 5,300 tweets about what? I don't know. Yeah. Just stupid crap. Yeah. And that's why when I went to I Twitter bought was bought by Elon, I was like, yeah, maybe I'll fire up the old Twitter account. I ended up deleting it because it was just wasting my time. Right. And so I was like, well, I got to get rid of one of these. I'll just use Facebook and Instagram. Right. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, I'm not going to go through 5,300 tweets of nonsense. Yeah. Just to see. You know, who knows what I, 18 year old's going to be posting all kinds of oh yeah rap lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> just stupid crap. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. So TikTok and Twitter, that you get attacked on there, man. Yep. The people with low attention spans and will hang it, be hang, lurking. Yep. Ready. Coming at you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I usually just block people and don't respond, but trying to get more engagement yep i think i think tiktok's a good place to get engagement i mean it seems like we've gotten a lot more views oh yeah i had zero followers but my videos were getting like a thousand views yeah (laughs) so follow us on tiktok i guess if you have i feel like a lot of our listeners don't i don't know i stayed away from it for a long time but i don't know man it seems like everybody's got tiktok really yeah Yeah. it's very very popular i'm always late to this yeah like what's the point we already have all these other things. It's just another, it's just videos. Mm-hmm. Instagram's got the same thing. So does Facebook. But well, it's it's faster on TikTok. Oh, because you have such a short attention span. Right. And is it, you mostly <laughs> watch videos of people you don't know. Yeah. Just random viral. Yeah. I mean, you can follow people on there and their videos will keep popping up on your page. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, you'll just get... Uh, the most you know, there's viral. an algorithm that it like looks at how long you watch videos for and things of that. Oh like, yeah, what, it it finds out what you like and then it gives you a bunch of videos like that. Yeah, that's why I hate yeah. that because yeah. it always tries to ruin my marriage by showing me butts and boobs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> I would like it to go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then stop watching those videos, dude. I don't know. It's annoying. Yeah. To me, because I know it's happening. Right. Like, really. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I get a lot of like um, people making videos about their kids doing funny things. Kids swearing. It will never not be funny to me. 
it's brain crack, man. Yep, but it really is. At least you you gotta be aware of the logarithm. Yeah. You know, don't get sucked in too bad and be like, wow. It's kind of like a reflection of, of like, because it knows what you spend your time on. So Oh, sure. Maybe it's like a mirror to look at and analyze from time to time. Be like, what is what is my brain? <laughs> yeah. You know? Maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, What else we got? That was our first current or second current event. Yep. Um. You got, uh, you told me this morning, which shocked me, mm-hmm. Aaron Carter yeah, passed away. Yep, 34, um, singer Aaron Carter. Yeah. So he was, he was kind of... Shocking. Kind of big in our childhood, I guess. It was um, actually the first concert I ever went to was Aaron Carter. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I don't cool. know how old I was. Pretty young. Yeah. Maybe 12. Yeah. Yeah, he was, um, he, go ahead and... Explaining who he was to some of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for anybody that doesn't know who he was, uh, he was a pop singer, uh, early 2000s. Um, his brother was one of the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, um, that's But he, he had a solo career. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just kind of, I don't know, teeny bopper music, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but... Yeah. Yeah, he's... So what did he say? Did he OD or... I don't... They haven't said yet. Um, they just said that uh, the only thing I've been able to find is that he was found. Um, he drowned in his bathtub. Damn. Um, so I, I assume OD, but I don't. I don't know could that. Have even, it, I've heard of people doing that, being drunk. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Uh, so, really uh, sad situation. Um, you know, thoughts and prayers with his family. It's uh, it's not good. That's shocking. But, yeah. I don't know. Yep. A lot you've seen a lot of this with the the rise in fentanyl too. Yeah, it's a something that needs addressed. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, it is bad. Uh, we see it locally. I'm sure every oh, town yeah. does. But up here, oh, yeah. every every week somebody has a fentanyl overdose. Oh, it's, because they're it, doing it these every, every week. They're cutting these drugs. I don't know if it's coke or crack or whatever. And they they put a little dab of fentanyl, and then their yep. crappy drug cut becomes. It will. They won't know what it is. All they know is they're high or whatever. But yep. it can kill you. It's crazy. Yep. It needs to stop. Yep. It, it, it's scary. I I I don't know if it's all coming from Mexico or what. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Is it an opioid? I don't really know. Uh, I think it's painkiller, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying, is it originating like the same place as? Um, heroin and all this other stuff i I don't, I, I don't know i don't know but all i all the only thing i see our government doing is uh everywhere you go when i'm in the city it says like don't forget your narcan <laughs> save your friends bring yeah your narcan. yeah I they're they're those, like passing it out like the fire stations are like passing it out to people like how about they promote like don't do drugs yeah not carry your narcan so you can <laughs> save your odin yeah. citizen yeah of the day <laughs> yeah scary it's uh yeah I've, I've heard stories of um you know people being revived multiple times in a day by the same oh. you know ambulance squad it's crazy they have a drug <laughs> that can do that no i'm not saying that that's what happened to aaron i have no yeah. idea yeah but um, but it is something that is in our in our communities it is you bad. know in, in our world and 
um, it's not good. It's on the rise. Yep. So be on the lookout. Don't do drugs. And vote for leaders that care about this kind of st- things. Yep. Um, what else did I see? You got any more before I? I'm mine. I want mine to be the last one. I don't have any more. Oh, I saw Trump announced the 2024 run. Uh, sources close to Trump are. It's in the news. He's put it out there. He's he, put it out there. They're planning on announcing him running 2024. What, what do you think about that? We'll see. Um, I think it would be better if he walked away and did not run in 2024. But <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, I like Trump, but I want, I want to win. Yeah. I mean, there's – I don't know if he can win. I mean – I don't know. Has anybody else announced that they're running yet? Or is this kind of announcement? Season? Yeah. I, I It'll probably wait till after this election cycle. Yeah. And that's when people are right going to start their campaigns. Up. Right. It makes sense. Everybody's needs to get out and vote this week. Um, I think ours is this weekend. Uh, it's Tuesday's election day. Yeah. Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. So get out and vote. Yeah. Like vote. always. If you're in Ohio, vote yes if you wanted to. <laughs> yes, please. Um, if you're a TikToker, you probably won't want to. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like Trump, and I thought he did a good job, but uh, he also had room for improvement, and I don't know if he burned too many. I don't think a lot. there's a lot of people whose minds can't go back on some of the right stunts he pulled. Yeah, I don't know. My, my only problem with Trump is that I feel like he – he created not necessarily he helped to create the situation that we're in right now because he divided us so much right well that wasn't his he, fault he made it he made it you know it's my way or the highway and <laughs> he was un- unwilling to compromise therefore anybody any of his followers unwilling to compromise any of his opposers unwilling to compromise and it was everything that Trump does is bad and everything the Democrats do is good in oh, the media. Yeah. And that's just kind of where we are as a country. Yeah, I think it's kind of reverting back. I think uh, Biden's presidency, there's been so many head-turning moments yeah. <laughs> that I think a lot of people are kind of in the gas prices. I yeah. mean, yeah, how much? Well, the price of everything, right? The, the price of everything. The, yeah. the he, food's up. I mean, it's it's the problem. Here's the thing. The Democrats are great uh, philosophers and philanthropical and caring and this, but gosh, they're not economists. No, they don't. They don't get how the world works. Like I saw Joe Biden blaming the gas companies for (laughs) gas prices going up. Yeah. (laughs) Said you got you got to bring your prices down. Like like that's not how it works, Joe. Like. Right. <laughs> stop stop making gas. Stop drilling. But bring your prices down. Yeah, stop <laughs> stop uh giving oh yeah. He's that's the, that's what I liked about Trump. He yeah. he made business sense. Yes. Yeah. But as far as social sense it <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I don't know. I just I find it very hard to believe that those are the two best options that we have. Who do you Trump want to see? Tulsi? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at, at this point, it, yeah, it can't um, be worse, right? No, I don't like her. So. I'm, I don't know why. I just 
Cult vibes. <laughs> cult vibes. There has to be somebody out there. Uh, what do you it, think about? It'll be it'll be interesting to see who throws you know th- throws their name in the hat. We'll we'll see. What do you think about DeSantis? Is he too much like Trump? Probably. Um, I think that I I don't know that he's going to get as much hate as Trump, but he yeah. will because of because of the way that people react to Trump. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't, I don't think that he deserves all of the hate that he gets, but I think because he's he's buddies with Trump and he uh, you know, is a big Trump supporter, I think that's why a lot of people dislike him. I think he would I think he's done a great job in Florida. Yeah. Um I I think that I you know, he's very outspoken and he kind of sticks to his guns, but seems very decisive. Yeah. Yep. Good uh, leader. And, and I think that I think he would be a good president. Um, I just, hmm. I think that he's going to have a hard time for the same reason that Trump had a hard time. Whoever um, goes in the office is inheriting a, a train wreck. Yes. I, I I thought Joe Biden was talking about running again. Did he officially announce that yet? No, but I'm sure he will. Ah, man. I, I can't, I cannot imagine. I don't even know if he's going to be able to live for four more years. Yeah, basically I mean, we're talking about six at this point. Right. I mean, yeah, he's so. at the end of the line. <laughs> yeah, he's... Deteriorating right before our eyes. Yes. It's really sad to see. Yeah. Um, I don't know who the next... The Democrats don't really have a lot of exciting people to pick from. That's their problem. They're just kind of... Yeah, I don't know. Rather ride the Obama's curtails here. Yeah. Um. Well, maybe uh, he will they'll put in place that um, you can run for as many terms as you like and Obama will come back. Oh yeah. That's, that'd be super awesome. (laughs) Uh, Obama. I don't want to talk about him either. Yeah. (laughs) We should move on. All right. Well, we got, we're on to what What the the crap. crap. Yep. What the crap's going on. I've got a cornhole scandal. What? Have you seen this? Ah, oh, Cornhole gets me fired up. So this will fire you up. A little bad game. Yep. <laughs> so, um, did you know that professional Cornhole was a thing? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. It's like on ESPN. Yeah. It's it's kind of <laughs> crazy the way that that sport's yeah. taken off. Oh, people take it so seriously. Yeah. And those guys are really good, too. Oh, they are. Um, cheating scandal in Cornhole. How do you cheat in Cornhole? They say the bags are too small. The bags must be six inches by six inches and weigh 16 ounces. Yeah. So these bags were, uh, you know, the, the top two guys are Mark Richards and Philip Lopez. That's the team that they're top ranked right now. Hmm. And they're uh, a guy that they competed against in a tournament. His name's Devin Harbaugh. Must be from Michigan. Uh, <laughs> he complained that their bags are too small. They're cheating. Wow. Um, so they went and found that the bags were slightly undersized. Um, but the investigators said that it was most likely just a, um, you know, they did it on accident. You know, how, how small, much smaller were they? I, I don't know. They <laughs> didn't really say, um, but I mean, you could, if it was four by four versus six by six, you would visibly be able to see that. Right. So it's probably 
close five and a half or something. Yeah, you know? it was probably like fifteen ounces versus you know when they're supposed to be sixteen ounces. Still, so. another scandal. But <laughs> then they went and checked um, the guy who complained, Devin Harbaugh's bags, and his were undersized too. No, oh, <laughs> everybody's wow. out here cheating in cornhole, cheating in cornhole fishing tournaments. <laughs> Anywhere you can get a step ahead. What, what else? The grizzly bear or <laughs> the, the, gri- the yeah. biggest bear competition. <laughs> yeah. What's next? I don't know, man. What is next? <laughs> mine's, yep. mine's not as funny. I'm just keeping it on the serious tone here. This is local. Yep. Um, Byesville Police Department made aware of the su- suspicious candy bar found in a child's bag. Okay, it had some holes poked in it. Mm-hmm. Then um, they... They opened the candy bar and inspected, and the police noted that there was two pin-sized holes in her candy bar. So then they alerted the rest. They made a, pu- a public statement about this and uh, told everybody to check their candy specifically, yeah. and then everybody else found the same holes in there. I think it's a, I don't know what candy, it was a Snickers, Okay. I think. <laughs> and um, everybody went and checked their bags. And the, the cop did a drug test on the candy bar tested positive for fentanyl. Oh man. So this is what sparked sure. you know, public outcry, sure. outrage and yeah. people freaking out, throwing away all their candy, right? Yep. So they then uh later went to the store so but yeah, it tested positive for methamphetamine and fentanyl. Man. Okay. So then they went to uh, the, uh do a control uh bar mm-hmm. and uh it it tested positive too. <laughs> Every candy bar they test it was a positive on that drug test. Huh. What? The crap. So the question is, do we trust the Byesville police that they are doing this <laughs> test properly? I don't have a follow up. All I know is after they released that statement, they released another one that said the ones at the gas station and all other controls did the same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they ruined everybody's Halloween. <laughs> is Snickers putting fentanyl in their candy bars? I don't know. There's there's a lot of questions here. Yeah. We need to get one, uh, you know, go to like Michigan and get a, a Snickers bar and test their candy bars. Dude, there's, there's meth and fentanyl in our Snickers bars. That's not a good thing. You might want to go get you one of them. Well, <laughs> it might make the podcast go a little faster. Well, I did, <laughs> you know, dad tax my kids Halloween candy and I did have a Snickers. Did uh, you? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I didn't feel fine or I didn't feel, uh, like I had taken any fentanyl, but I also I felt like really, taking a nap. Uh, I always feel like taking a nap. Well, meth, <laughs> meth and fentanyl, that's quite a combination. I think that's yeah. like an upper and a downer. That'd be a wild ride. Yep. <laughs> yep, I didn't feel anything like that. But. <laughs> well, that's my what the crap. Yeah, it's scary. So, Everybody in Bysville threw away their candy. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, it. the big takeaway from that is it can happen. Uh, it, it can happen in your community. I mean, Bysville is a small town. I'm sure that they saw all the people there saw the check your candy on Facebook, you know, all the warnings. Hey, uh, yeah. make sure you check your candy this year. Um, it must have been a manufacturing defect. Maybe. Or the test is wrong. 
Yeah. Or, yeah, I I don't know. Sports. Sports. <laughs> All I, right. I don't have much. That's fine. I got plenty. Um, so we kind of – this is from last week. We didn't touch on it because um, I didn't quite catch it, uh, the severity <laughs> of it. Um, Michigan versus Michigan State um, after their game last week. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Uh, the way that Michigan Stadium I is think. set up, the teams have to use the same tunnel to go back to their locker rooms. Yeah. Um, and there was a huge brawl, um, basically two Michigan guys versus the entire Michigan State football team. Um, the videos that I saw, uh, they're pretty brutal. Um, really? Yeah, there was one where a Michigan State player was like swinging his helmet and cracking the dude in the head with it. Dang. Michigan guy was not wearing a helmet. So, yeah, oh, I've seen somebody do that at OU. <laughs> yeah. At practice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they, it was, it was a bunch of Michigan state players against only two Michigan players and they, they Dang. were not together. They were, you know, feet apart. So yeah, that's crazy. Um, it, it was not a good look for Michigan state, but uh, you know, Michigan is kind of notorious for these tunnels. Um, every time Ohio State plays up there, every time Penn State plays up there, every time Notre Dame plays up there or Penn State or Michigan State or whoever, anytime they have a big game, there's always an altercation in the, in the tunnel. Because, because why, why? why do you want these two teams mixed <laughs> in the tunnel, right? It's an enclosed area. Um and you know they have no choice but to be in close contact yeah, with someone that they're like trained to hate. You that's know what I mean? dumb. Yeah, it's it's so dumb. But Michigan likes to use it as a an intimidation tactic, right? They stand there and and chirpy as you go by. Um, yeah. So they don't want to change this, but Harbaugh wants all these guys charged with assault uh, and thrown in jail for yeah. uh, for I mean beating on his players. Well, right. why were those players in that situation to begin with? <laughs> Michigan's got to do a better job of protecting the players. They got to change that tunnel. No, they don't got to change that tunnel. They, they got people got to control themselves and be responsible for their actions. Yeah, but you also have to not put yourself in in that situation. Yeah, maybe. The, the, I don't know. The school exactly. should not be putting either team's players in that situation. Yeah, two football teams should not be in a tunnel at the same time. That's for sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's no doubt about that. So kind of, kind of a messed up situation up North. Um, they just Michigan, Michigan's got to figure that one out. But yeah, uh, yeah those, those Michigan state players, should I get be, what, they should not be playing football. Again. I get why they do it. At least it's nice to see. Cause what I talked about a few weeks ago, a uh, week rival weak rivalries like non-passionate mm -hmm. everybody's shaking hands and hugging right <laughs> i'd rather see i'd rather see brawls <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it makes for good entertaining tv that's for sure <laughs> what else you got um, i'm i'm lacking on the sports um that's all right we got plenty yesterday was a huge day in college football i didn't um, watch any of it you were you were tied up Getting your ducks in a row. I was getting my ducks in a row and had the eye of the tiger. Yep. Too. Um, <laughs> Georgia had the eye of the tiger. Um, they handled Tennessee. Of course, that was number one versus number three. Um, Georgia handles them 
pretty easily. Um, moves on. Um, wow. So I got to imagine that, uh, you know, that that takes Tennessee, as long as Georgia runs the table, that takes Tennessee out of the SEC championship game. So Really? Hmm. Um, what was the score? They yeah, I think they won by two touchdowns. Yeah. I can't remember the score off the top of my head, but. Um, then you had, you also had Alabama LSU last night. Oh, really? LSU wins in overtime. Wow. By one, yeah. Alabama, two losses? Two loss Alabama. Wow. So that pretty much takes them out of the college football playoff. That's great. And yeah, (laughs) and LSU might be. They might be playing in the SEC championship game. Oh, they're, they're but, having but, a good. But they got a good. They record. also have two losses. Yeah. So, does the committee put a two-loss SEC team in over? Mm-hmm. Uh, you they'll know, put, they'll over, put over whoever loses the Ohio State Michigan game. They're right? going to put the top three SEC teams in the college football playoff. <laughs> I don't know. It might. It might end up that way because it's hard to tell. Um, How many weeks we got left of this? We've got three weeks. Uh, three weeks left. See, I'm dying down. I, I just yeah. I just quit watching it this week. Um, Clemson <laughs> got smoked by Notre Dame. Really? They got killed. Yeah. Wow. I think they got shut out. This is all so, news to me. Yeah. So they uh, they will likely not be in the playoff that, either. Is that their second loss? Or that's their first loss. Yeah, but Notre Dame's but, they're just all over the place. This right. Year. So. Um, Ohio State struggled yesterday. Yeah, um, and then you got the, that. <laughs> yeah, so they didn't exactly look stellar against a one and eight uh, Northwestern team, but they had to completely scrap their game plan because of the weather. Um, did you see that? Uh, oh, it, it, the wind. The wind was yeah. howling. Oh, I know. Um, the the kicker when he was warming up, he tried to kick a field goal. And the ball just died in midair. Is this at the shoe or is it in Illinois? It was in Illinois. Uh, it was in Chicago, right on the lake. Yeah. Um, so th- he kick he kicks a field goal and it's you know got the trajectory and everything and then it just stops midair and just drops. Oh, wow. Right in the middle of the end zone because a big <laughs> gust of wind just stopped it dead in its tracks. Yeah. I was trying so. to decide if I was going to go hunting, and the wind did die down. Yeah. Enough that I was like because it was howling all day then it yeah. died down for a little bit tricked me and then i was like ah, i'll go out because yeah. i planned on it then i got in that tree got a little windy <laughs> i was a little nervous yeah it was bad so um but second half we got things figured out um and i think i think it just kind of threw them threw them off guard um that they Probably couldn't that the they couldn't win- throw the ball yeah they got a deep pass attack in so, yeah He's usually but throwing them deep balls on a line. The problem, yeah, he wasn't yesterday. They, were all, they, they were all over the place. He couldn't hit the broad side of a barn yesterday. Did he throw any, a lot of interceptions? No, him? none. Um, but they tried to run the ball a lot. Problem is, um, Buckeyes got kind of bullied up front for a while. Um, mm-hmm. I think they, you know, Northwest, Northwestern's a tough team. Their defensive line was overpowering our offensive line. Yeah, for, for at least the first half. Yeah. Um, but even on the other side of the ball, they were they had a lot of success running the ball in the first half. So Northwestern did. Wow. So it and seemed one and set one and eight. One and eight now. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so it was seven seven at halftime. But um, yeah, this Michigan game is going to be big. Yeah, they're they're built to Michigan is built to beat us like that. Um, 
So mm-hmm. and it's, it's a bad weather. If it's a bad weather game, we could be in trouble. But if it's a perfect sunny sixty-five degree day, yeah. no wind, <laughs> Michigan's in trouble. Yep. Yeah. So weather I don't know. Weather weather will be important. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan played at Rutgers yesterday, and they uh, they struggled in the first half. They were actually losing at halftime against Rutgers. Wow. Um, but they dominated the second half and ended up winning pretty handily. So they handled their business again. Yeah. Uh, you know, we talked about the collision course. It's coming, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, it'll be here. That'd be awesome. Very soon. Um, uh, elsewhere in sports, we have – you see that NASCAR guy? Um, his name is Ross Chastain. No. And he It's a he, cool last name, though. He went full send on the last lap. Oh, and just hammered the gas, slammed into the ran wall, the wall, ran yeah. the wall, passed actually, everybody. <laughs> I actually did see that. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I guess all the drivers said it. You know, I got a lot of backlash he, from that. People were kind of split. They're like, that took a lot of balls. Good for him. And everybody, you know, the other half was dangerous. That was dangerous. That was reckless. And that's not how we drive. But I thought it was uh, awesome. But he qualified for their postseason, I guess, because he did he that. got just enough. Uh, placed just high enough to uh, That's to awesome. take that last spot. Freaking racetrack yeah. hero. He said, he said he learned it playing video games with his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Decided to try it in real life. That's funny. Um, we also have Dan Snyder. Uh, we've talked about him. What's and happening? He yes, has. I need to know this. He has hired Bank of America to handle the sale of his team. Oh, wow. Uh, so he in, is intending on selling his team. That's freaking crazy, man. Yep. yep. So apparently all that dirty dug up, um, it's not going to be enough. He's going to sell the team. Apparently he didn't like other people's dirt. They had <laughs> yeah, <on him>. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's Washington's for sale. Do you think we should buy him? It's in Washington, D.C., right? D.C. No, <laughs> I do not want to be over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Broncos actually just sold the summer Denver. Oh, you um, could buy the team and relocate it. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what would be a good location for an NFL team that um, doesn't exist now? Need another team in LA? Three teams yeah. in LA? <laughs> there's St. Sta- Lu- St. Louis is probably a good one because they just lost the Rams. No, no, no. Um, I don't know, man. Big market. You need that's the problem. You need a big. Market. You need a big city. Yeah, yeah, because there's a lot of awesome places. But you but don't want them to be like around a, a, another team, right? You got to fill the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. That'd be that's a tough one. Yep. So I, Washington D.C. I I don't know D.C. area. There's just a lot of people. You're not going to find a place. That's easier to fill a stadium than D.C. You know? There's just a lot of people over there. There is. Um, yeah. The, the, the other, the only other sports topic I had uh, was Adam Zimmer. Who's He's, that? He is the uh, – he was a Bengals assistant and he was a Vikings assistant coach. Um, he's the son of former Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer. Um, he passed away this week, 38 years old. Jeez. Um, we – we He's don't the know. current Bengals assistant. Uh, I think he was on their staff as like an analyst. Yeah. Oh, dang. 38 years old. Um, so, 
Uh, he was found in his home during a wellness check. They say um, no foul play is suspected, but they have not um, elaborated anymore on his cause of death. But uh, very sad news. Wellness check. Mm-hmm. Does he not have a family that was? They must not have been he, there. Maybe at the he's time. a single guy or something. I think he's got a family. Dang. Well, that's sad. Know, it was his sister that posted about it on Instagram. So, um, yeah, not good. Very, very, very sad. I guess um, we'll. So, thoughts and prayers with his family. That's a tough situation. Yeah, it's tough, man. Uh, that's all I have for sports. The only thing I had for sports written down was I saw Kyrie Irving in the news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has once again captured the attention of America with his... He's out there, man. With his wild views. Yeah, he's... Uh, I don't even know what happened. I just saw, I'm like, oh, well, that fits the bill. Kind of yeah. like Kanye West of the NBA. Yeah, uh, very very similar. He, <laughs> Except so he's in the NBA. <laughs> he uh, He's very into conspiracy theories. Um, yeah. You know, he has... Aren't we all? He, he's a flat earther, right? He he believes that the earth is flat. I don't think he really believes that. If you think that he doesn't believe that, then you have to wonder if he believes any of this stuff, right? I, I mean, you kind of have to take him at his word at this point because all the other stuff he believes, it also makes sense. That he okay, what that else does he believe? Uh, he's, he's definitely an anti-vaxxer. Um, he... This latest one, he's posting videos about, uh, I guess, they're anti-Semitic vi- videos. Yeah, it's like the Jews, right? Kanye West. Yeah, a lot like Junior. Kanye West, <laughs> yeah. So he he just has all of these, uh, I mean, he, he sat out most of the year last year because he refused to get vaccinated. So Well, I don't blame him for that. Yeah. Um, but I could see him and Kanye, him, Kanye, and Antonio Brown. They could oh they could goodness. form a super team, but the problem is that and then they could that would be the best. The problem is that <laughs> Kanye and uh, oh they could buy Kyrie the, they could buy the Washington football team. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is that Kanye and Kyrie actually want to like influence people and you know push their agenda and like bring light to these issues that they think are um, big issues. Um, Antonio Brown's just out there having a good time. <laughs> he's just like he does not want to be a part of that. He's just smoking crack and <laughs> being yeah. the CTE poster child. <laughs> Yikes! I saw um, he was posting pictures of him and Giselle and stuff. Yeah, Did I, I might have already mentioned. Yeah, we that. talked about that. He just is. He's out. Doesn't there, give a crap about anything. Anything. He won't. He will party it out till all his money is gone. Yep. <laughs> And it probably won't take long. Then he'll be doing celebrity boxing matches with <laughs> Adrian Peterson and uh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Oh, he could fight Jake Paul. Hey, there we go. Might knock his ass well, out. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably too small for that. Antonio? Mm-hmm. No. Everybody's got to step in the ring once for the Paul brothers. <laughs> yeah. One last check. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing Le'Veon Bell. Fight Jake Paul. That'd be funny. Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, be a, and have it in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Hey, there you go. There you go. That's a great idea. It's a great idea for you guys. <laughs> All right. So long as he lets me. I'm not proud of it. 
but the man's been on a tear yeah. ever since I <laughs> we had one slow week. I I, I barely had one that one week, and, yep. and he's been. He's he made is, made up for that slow week. Oh gosh, it, it's hard to even pick one now. Um, so Biden gaff of the week. Cajun gentlemen, here's the deal. It's the difficult time. Cajun gentlemen, here's the deal. It's the difficult time. Cajun gentlemen. Yeah, it's he says gays. Gays and gentlemen. Hmm. He just can't talk. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if he was just like slurring his words that bad like he can't speak or i i don't know if it's just a gaff or just a disability yeah Yikes. what do you think <laughs> i don't know it's not a good look either way yeah um, well maybe he just didn't want to talk to women well i guess females can be gay sure so he didn't want to talk to straight women uh, yep okay no. got it <laughs> <laughs> What do you got? All right, here's mine. Well, she left that meeting and she dropped the suit. Called me up and said they're going to go all electric by 3035. Every other company has signed up to do the same thing. She dropped the suit. Wow. Called me up and said they're going to go all electric. Dropped the suit. By 3035. 3035. 30, so, what he's saying is uh, you are correct you will not be around when all vehicles are electric um, yeah. because that will be another thousand years. 3035. Yeah. 3035 is pretty far out there. Yeah. Um, I like it. I like his plan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought you might. That seems reasonable to me. <laughs> uh, hopefully by then we'll have captured the power of the UFOs. Hey, there you go. Oh, that's the real future. Yeah. Maybe. We got spaceships and crap flying around using god knows what our our brains can't even think that way that's how dumb we are yeah uh-huh. they're real man ufos hmm. yeah there's gotta be something out there right i guess i don't know all right uh let's reel back in here getting off the rails <laughs> let's get let's get out of here <laughs> Psalm 35, his, for his anger is but for a moment, his favor is for life, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. What does that mean? It means that, um, bad thing, if bad things are happening, then, um, that would just, um, last a couple minutes. Yeah. And then, um you would have a lot of good things. Yep. Good job, buddy. Bring the thunder, man. Yep. I like it. Yep. All right, that's the show. Freedom on.